you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Wednesday, December 13th, and you are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Better. Better. Eh, It was all right. That is the voice of today's (laughs) special guest, a seeker of solutions, a teller of inconvenient truths, a ruffler of Philadelphia feathers. Put your oven mitts on because his takes are only served hot. Please welcome back to the pod our regular Wednesday guest, David Carr. Thanks, Drew. Appreciate that. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and on today's show, question number one, who wins the NFC East, the Cowboys or the Eagles? Question number two, why? Question number three, which of those two teams would you be more afraid to face in the postseason? Question number four, why? But first, this. Uh, yeah, that just happened. Yeah. That was, that was impressive. Three touchdowns in four first-half possessions for Dallas, and then... Field goals on their last three. They turned it over once. They took it away three times. A really inspired defensive effort. That was a very impressive thing to me. Yeah. Really, really well done by the defense. So uh, now, now comes the really tough stretch of the schedule with the road games to Buffalo and Miami yeah. and then Detroit. Okay, David, you watched it. We all did. Final score on Sunday in week 14. Cowboys 33, Eagles 13. It wasn't even that close. 20 points and a world of momentum are separating these teams right now. They are both now 10-3. and three. Overall, Cowboys are now the number two team in the NFC. Philadelphia Eagles have fallen for the first time in a long time out of those hosting a playoff game. Mm -hmm. Top four spots in the NFC. They are now the five seed. First question, David Carr, who wins the NFC East at the end of this regular season? The Philadelphia Eagles, the reigning NFC East champs, or the upstart, and maybe we can finally believe them this year, Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's still the Eagles. You do. Yeah, I think that you know they're they're such a good roster. I, I believe that when when you just look at them from a matchup standpoint, they're gonna be favored in pretty much every scenario, all the way in. So whether they want to 
go out there and run the ball 60 times or throw it around the yard. I don't feel like they have to do that much schematically or even ask Jalen to do that much in the run game to go out there and get dubs. I mean, their, their defensive line is such that they really could just play shell coverage against most teams and be able to, if not completely stop you, at least slow you down enough to get down in the red zone and see, see if we can make a couple stops. They're going to be better than the teams that they face you know, throughout the rest of the season. So I just think schedule-wise it just shakes out for Philly to win. Well, it certainly stands to reason. If you look at the remaining four games for the Philadelphia Eagles, they play the Seahawks in Seattle mm-hmm. on Monday, next Monday. Now, that would be the one thing I think, that would be the one game I think that probably worries them the there. most. Yeah, I think so. Um, then the week yeah. after, they play at home against the Giants. The week after that, they're at home again against the Cardinals. And then they finish with the Giants at MetLife. Yeah. Tough divisional game. Well, normally tough divisional game. Obviously, if some version of last night's or two nights ago Giants shows up, mm-hmm. it could be difficult. But the Eagles should have every expectation of running the table on this schedule. Seahawks, Giants, Cardinals, Giants again. So that makes sense. If you look at the other side of the ledger, the Cowboys, the silver and blue side, they face the Bills away next week. Mm-hmm. And then it's Dolphins away the week after. Then they come home to face a an embattled, currently anyway, Detroit Lions team that still has a lot to prove. And then they finish their season uh, against my Washington Commanders. Now that, certainly, if you look at Dak's record against Washington, it's, it's, yeah. it's exemplary. They have every reason to believe they're going to win that game. The Cowboys team we have seen over the last few weeks should have every reason to believe that they could and maybe should and maybe will win all of these games. But a desperate Bills team away, a desperate Dolphins team now after Monday right. night away. Right. These are difficult challenges. And then the Lions, a week after that, we talked about how difficult a stretch of games the Eagles played. Uh, they looked fatigued. Yeah. This now becomes a very difficult stretch of games for the Cowboys. 4-0, uh, 3-1, and 2-2, 1-3, 0-4. Oh, and and oh, and what is their record after these four games? Well, I think it's very likely that the Cowboys could play excellent football and be 1-3 after these couple games. So I think that that's the hard part with them. It's like every, a lot of things that are kind of out of your control that we can't even really figure out in this podcast, it's going to go down on the field against good football teams like the, the Bills, the Lions, I mean, the Dolphins. Those are really good teams. And I think that Dallas can play excellent football and come up short. So I think that you just play the percentages and you look at it, it's like two and two is probably realistic. I think for sure they can get two wins. They'll find a way to beat one of those three teams that are kind of at the tops of their conference. Winning three of those games, you'd feel really good about it, right? But I think that, unfortunately, Philly's probably going to win all four of the games that they play. So I think that that's kind of where the, the rub is, is for Dallas, but just get some momentum. Like, I don't, I don't really necessarily care if you win the division. I know it's crazy. Like, everyone wants to. You want to play a home playoff game. I get that. You're better at home. Everybody, obviously, wants to do that. But I think that more than anything is just playing good football the way that they have played the last month and a half. That's more important than anything, you know, and if you find yourself where you didn't win the division, hey, you started slower than you wanted to, okay, and you got a good team in Philly that did, and they played well all year, they deserve it, right, but, but we know how we played against Philly, we know we can do that again if we have to, right, so I think that's, you know, even in Philly, they played well, you know, Dak stepped out, they had a couple, you know, red zone 
you know, miscues, but they know they can beat those guys. So that's that's not an issue for me. I think that just playing good football the last last month is going to be more, most important. Okay, when Dallas plays their best football, because playing good football could get them, like you said, it could yeah. be one and three, even if they play sure. well. It could be two and two. And yes, it could be three and one, but they're playing teams that have are going to be hugely motivated uh, to perform well, certainly right. uh, Bills, Dolphins, and Lions. When they play their best, what does that look like? What's the perfect kind of Cowboys recipe, not just for this next month, but for the next two months? Because this is a team looking to win a Super Bowl for the first time in almost three yeah, decades. Yeah, that's great. I think, I think obviously defensively they do a great job of – Dan Quinn has always done this. He preaches it. He, it's, it's turnover football. Second and ten at the Dallas 43. Howells back, throws it left. Picked off! It's Bland! It's Bland! He's got one man to beat at the 20. He cuts left. He breaks the tackle at the 10. He did it again. The whole defense is going to put Bland in the kettle. That is unbelievable. That's the most picked sixes in one season in NFL history. Five touchdowns. He finds a way to be aggressive and punch the ball. You saw even Philly, like they had a couple big plays, you know, in that game the other night. And it was like, no, we're not going to let you. You get 20 yards, we punch the ball out. Like we're constantly trying to take the ball away. Caught by Smith. He got away from one man, away from another man. And the ball's out at the 12-yard line. And I think the Cowboys got a Smith fumble. They're aggressive in the front. So I think defensively, it's a compliment game, right? Offense is a team that I think is so much better than they were last year just because Mike McCarthy has has really done a great job of kind of stepping into the the present and and really kind of doing some things in his play action pass game that has unlocked something in Dak and with that offense on first and second down that's really made them formidable you know and then third down Dak is playing excellent like he's really throwing the ball well from the pocket he's trusting his guys there's none of this read and react stuff that we were seeing from him last year that we talked about at length it's it's very clean and he's he's standing in there he's got guys barreling down on him he's making great accurate throws in crucial situations so i think that combination is is what you have to do and honestly like if they played the way they did against philly they should win all four of these games and then we're talking about the cowboys at a whole nother level because now this is a team that we looked at that san francisco game we saw what happened I, I would sit here in a month if they won these next four games and say, they, I think they can I think they hang with them. I think they can do it because you, you, when you look at the components necessary, they have all of them. You know? and, and you could even argue that Dak, I mean, he's, got, he's gone through so much, but I think from a talent standpoint, like, he's in the MVP conversation for a reason. This guy is playing excellent, like, excellent football. So it's going to be fun to watch this thing shake out. Um, but Dallas has everything you need. They certainly do. And, man, they are putting a very attractive product on the field these days. And that's hard yep. for a Washington fan to say. But come on. I work <laughs> at the NFL, and I'm calling it like it is. And this is a very fun, very watchable team. And I'm really happy for Dak Prescott after all of the criticism that he took. When you are saddled with this narrative of, no, he's not elite, yeah. or he's overrated or overpaid, this is this would be difficult. for We wouldn't want it. None of us would want our brother or husband or father or anything. Any of these things to have to be saddled with yep, that narrative and man he's proving a lot of those doubters wrong this season you 
drew our attention to L's, that his footwork this season has improved exponentially, I believe yeah. you said, by these subtle L's. And I was watching a certain play against the Eagles where he dropped back and CeeDee Lamb, I think he found CeeDee Lamb out on the right. It was a, it was yeah. a rather long, long throw, but he made a barely one-yard adjustment yeah. where he just did a little shuffle, a little kind of like a little slide step, like a Chicago slide <laughs> dance. Did a little slide to his right to create a better passing lane for himself, and he made what would have been a difficult throw from his original position yep. look rather easy from that slightly adjusted little yard to the right. That's right. Boom. Back, back to throw, looks to his right, has C.D. Lamb at the 50, and it's caught. Right underneath the star logo on the right hash mark as he points for a first down. Uh, there we go, Jack. Dak just continues to pick up where he left off. And C.D. Lamb just goes up that right side. And Dak throws him a dart. And I was thinking, David Carr, <laughs> he, he's the reason I'm looking for things like that. He really yeah. is playing a more nuanced, more sophisticated, and simply better brand of football. Well, that's what we've always wanted from him, right? It's like when we would sit here and talk about them, it was kind of like, okay, they have all the stats. But like, I need some substance. I need something to like say, you guys can, you can duplicate that in a crunch time scenario. And exactly that type of play that you laid out, it's because he's trying to play within the timing of an offense. And so those movements, like Brady used to talk about all the time, like I'm moving with purpose. Like I, I don't do anything in the pocket that's unnecessary. And so he knew that to throw that route that you were talking about on the sideline to the right would only be case, would only be possible if I move, I have to move up and out in such a manner that the ball is, is instantly out of my hand as soon as I am finished making that, that small L movement in the pocket. He could have made that throw from where he was, but it would have been a tick early, and he knew that. So he had some time to move and buy himself some, some room. He did another uh, very similar but a little bit different stepped up, moved to the left after reading out a full progression of four guys to the right side. CeeDee Lamb actually crossed the fields early in the game. It's on a third down. It ended up being the first touchdown that they scored. And he moved to the left, and CeeDee was not a part of this read progression at all. He was smoking mirrors on this, on this read. But because of Dak's ability to kind of go through that progression and in a timely manner be moving up in the pocket and on his way out, he, he moved to the left and found CD. And it was, it was like, okay, if he plays like that, you can't beat him. Because you guys essentially covered everything that they showed you on the front side. The only thing that you didn't do was hang with CeeDee Lamb as he ran 50 yards across the field as a decoy. But he still found him. So that type of quarterback play, when you get to that level and you're playing with that type of, I mean, I, we, like we'd say all the time, like you're locked in. Like, and that's, that's what you are because you're, you're playing the game and you watch, you, know, you watch yourself too on film. Like Dak, I'm sure he's watching himself like, oh, that was pretty cool. Like he doesn't even realize that he's that locked in and that dialed in because you got, you got to think about it, man. You got... 20 guys flying all over you at any time there could be 10 guys within two yards of you and to be able to move and keep your eyes up field and still be able to rip through those types of progressions like that's really good stuff man like hats off to him i i felt i felt good for him just i was listening to his press conference the other day and like he's gone through a lot like you said and for him to be where he is right now playing the type of football that he is well deserved man he, I, I mean kudos to you bro go get it go win the super bowl go do all the things they said that you couldn't do because he's, if he's been anything, he's always been clutch. He's always shown up in those moments. It just took a scheme and someone to kind of, Mike McCarthy's done a brilliant job of, of not making him a robot, but giving him parameters. And, and that's what Jim Zorn said that to me one time. I, I was making a comment. I was like, I kind of wish I could play a little bit more loose. He's like, oh, is that good for you when you do that? I'm like, actually, no, it, it wasn't good for me. He's like, well, maybe you need a little bit of... The young man and you wanted that. <laughs> That's right. Right? Yeah, Because exactly. that probably felt like it would be more fun. Yeah, it would be more fun, And yet right? the professional, high-paid adult in you he... needed to realize, 
no, that's not best for that's the right. team, and, and it, maybe not even best for you. Exactly right, and that's what Dak is finding out. And I think it's, I think it's, a, it's a fantastic realization when you when it finally clicks for you as a player. Because Dak, I can have a sense that he's. I've played flag football against him. He played middle linebacker. I was no look past him. He was no look past me. It was fun. We did it at Kurt Warner's deal, and he's a guy that likes to play the game that way. Like he's a very loose guy. Like he's almost Pat Mahomes like esque. But to see him kind of be able to lock it up and tighten up his ability. It's just really unlocked something that he hasn't really shown the league before. I think it's awesome. There's also a light in his eyes and, uh, and a smile that he simply cannot take off his yeah, face right now, he's confident. which always strikes me as I love to see it just as a sports fan. I just love to see young men and women enjoying what they do. Yeah, that's right. Um, and he's really having such fun right now. And I think it's great. Um, and I think, you know, happy players are dangerous players. So certainly yeah, sure. it doesn't take a genius to figure out that this is a dangerous Dallas team and a dangerous player in number four, Dak Prescott. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with the Super Bowl champion, the former number one overall pick, David Carr. Now, David Carr's answer to the question, who will win the NFC East, was the <laughs> Eagles. Now, the reason why? Because of schedule. Yeah. They do have a more favorable schedule, playing the Seahawks, playing the Giants twice, and playing the Cardinals. Yeah. So they are more likely to finish. Let's say they run the table. Let's say both teams run the table. If both teams run the table, the Eagles actually have the tiebreaker over the Cowboys, meaning they would get the number two seed. This is assuming that the, that the Niners also win out. However, if the Cowboys team that we have seen recently does in fact run the table and maybe the Eagles trip up, yes, the Cowboys could end up with the one or the two seed. And there's a part of me, David, that is wishing for a classic old 80s NFC championship mm. game between the Niners and the Cowboys. Yeah. Cowboys' recent history suggests this is their bugaboo. This is the team. This great. is the hurdle they need great. to get over. Niners think they have the uh, Cowboys number, but you don't have to look very far. Not this season. That divisional win last season that finished 19-12, the Cowboys are inching closer. And yes, this is a Cowboys team that, in David Carr's estimation, if they play their best, could actually 
yeah, it could actually upset mm-hmm. this Niners team. But we never got to the question, which team would you be most afraid of to face in the postseason? Can I infer from all of this Cowboys love that the answer is Dallas? Yeah, for sure. It for sure is the Cowboys, just because I think that, you know, with Philly, what we've seen is just like quickly, like I'm, I'm watching the game and the first quarter, Jalen was asked to run the ball twice and he gashed it. Like he picked up 10 yards a pop. Hurts on a quarterback draw up the middle. First down, he picks up 10 more yards. Yeah, and this is the type of game where you want to insert the quarterback as that plus one in the run game. And then we didn't see it again. And it went away, right? And so it's like the same fear that I've had for him for the last couple weeks is that either they're just reluctant. Maybe they show it early because they want teams to respect it, hoping they'll get the coverages that they like. And, and And it would scare me because they're wide open runs. But then, man, it just disappears. And so you're like, okay, well, why aren't they calling it? You know, so he must be a little bit, he must be nicked. He must not be able to do it uh, as often. And, and, and then, so you're just, you're relegated to not being a, a very threatening offense. And Dallas knows that. And San Francisco knew that. And it's like, that's what you're going to get every week against a good opponent. So I think that that's why Dallas is a team that is, they're full tilt for me right now. Like they are gas pedal to the floor. Quarterback has a smile on his face. He's not. He ha- doesn't seem to have any injuries whatsoever. They've been relatively healthy all year. I think that that is why Dallas would 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 be very scary. Dallas, as you intimated earlier in this, is a turnover causing machine. They lead the NFL, or they're at the very top of NFL charts yeah, in terms of uh, turnovers that they cause over the last couple of seasons. Philadelphia once very recently defined as much by their defense as their offense, Mm -hmm. considered one of the more balanced teams in the NFL over the last couple seasons. They were always in the mix. The Niners were always in the mix, and the Bills were always in the mix of having a top-five offense and a top-five defense. Well, that top-five defense in Philly has gone the other way. They are now a bottom-five defense in most of the metrics that matter most. Double most, deal with it. Purdy's back. He's hit as he throws, and he completes it. Tackle missed. Running down the middle with the football is Samuel. He's in for a touchdown. Broken tackle, and he is in for the touchdown. Nicholas Morrow, right on the catch, has a chance to get Debo Samuel on the ground, hits him high, doesn't wrap up, and Debo just runs right out of that and into the end zone. He is tough, but you can't miss tackles like that. My question to you, David what the hell happened? Yeah. Um, they lost personnel. Maybe that's part of it. Both coordinators. Injuries, yeah. sure. They also lost their defensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, what's, your, what's your diagnosis of what happened to the Eagles' defense, and what's your prognosis for them going forward? Because as you have made <laughs> clear to us, the recipe for postseason success yeah. is a running game, a quarterback who knows how to play above the X's and O's makes the, the best decisions at the worst times and, of course, a championship defense. They don't have one right now. Yeah, they don't can they one. get it back? I, th- I think they can get it back because, honestly, the championship defense always starts with the front. So if you're able to get teams in situations where you have, where you have a leader, you can put them in you know, obvious passing situations, every team is better. The, the Eagles would shine in that moment with Hassan Reddick and all the different guys they can roll through at that front. That's the strength of their team. So... If you can play through that, great. But if you're in a situation where teams can kind of spread you out, do what they want, keep the score relatively close, and you don't really know if they're going to run or pass in simple terms, then that's where I think the secondary has really struggled. And they, they haven't been as crisp. And honestly, teams are taking advantage of it a little bit. And So I think that they're throwing the ball outside the numbers pretty effectively. Um, it's not like coverage has been super tight. 
Uh, even with not even necessarily CeeDee Lamb the other night, it was just everybody. Everybody was kind of catching, catching balls out there on the perimeter. So I think that, that that's concerning. Um, and I, I don't know that there's an easy answer other than your offense gets back to a real ground and pound. We're going to keep the lead. We're going to keep the ball. When you get it back, you're going to be down seven or 14, and we're just going to go. Hurts on a quarterback draw. He's at the five. He's in. Touchdown. The Eagles win. Hurts does it again. Oh, my God. Hurts does it again. Are you kidding me? And, and then I think the Philadelphia Eagles secondary suddenly becomes much more relevant. They're going to be much better. But in a, in a normal played out scenario where it's pretty much even and you aren't really sure what we're doing, I don't see those. I think I see those guys making business decisions a lot. And it's not like a knock. It's just like an easy way to say they don't tackle well in the secondary. And like you think about the guys that you're going to have to tackle. You want to beat San Francisco? You better tackle because Debo and these guys are going to get the ball in their hands 50 times a game yeah. on the perimeter. And you got to be able to not just cover guys on the outside, which you haven't been fantastic at. You got to be able to come up and wrap them up too. And they haven't been great there either. You know, when you do think about the guys that you have to tackle wearing, you know, red and gold. Ayuk is a big-bodied I mean, Kittle. receiver. Kittle is a monster who loves like, to mash tough, more than anybody man. in the NFL. <laughs> and then, of course, Debo, who is he's just he's difficult so to good. bring down, so, so strong, yeah. so fast. And we don't even mention, oh, right, Christian McCaffrey, who's right. on the short list for MVP this year and deserves to be. Yep. Uh, that is a very difficult task. But facing a Cowboys team, hey, when Tony Pollard gets to that second level and beyond – He's going so fast, he's hard to bring yeah. down. C.D. Um, Lamb is, I mean, Lamb is, a, is a monster. Even in that game, like you get in the ball in his hands. Like Brandon they, Cooks is taking the top off. Right. They're sort of like using him better than before. And, of course, Jake Ferguson, uh, the tight oh, end, it has about. really been, been great. a bit of a revelation. Prescott with plenty of time. Lofts it in zone. Jake Ferguson. Dak made a, a great throw. Like So this is where you know you, you really trust a guy. Dak had a free rusher. They, they played zero, essentially, no, no safety help. So they had a free guy at Dak. And the guy that he chose to throw the ball to was Jake Ferguson. And he throws it out to Ferguson, who caught it at the 50 and turns left and goes right and back left to the 30. Oh, what a play by Big Ferg. And he made a brilliant throw on third and six, I think it was, over the middle of the field. Jake ended up making a long run. And the that of the tells secondary. you as a quarterback, Man, he's that's, got, his that's his safety. That's his That's guy. his security. Yeah, blanket. and that's a great feeling like for a quarterback, or a great sign, at least if you're a Cowboy fan, like that he didn't choose CD. He didn't choose Cooks. Because in that scenario, you have your pick. It's one-on-one. -on -one, throw it wherever you want, right? And he chose Jake Ferguson, which was really interesting. Is your old man still a uh, Cowboys fan? It, it, I think. I think. Obviously, it, he roots for down. the Saints, he, and he rooted think, for all the teams you were on. He rooted for the the Raiders when Derek was was in silver and black. But if the Cowboys pull this off, <laughs> is he going to be the happiest man in Bakersfield? He's still okay. So we go to, we go we go to the gym. I work out in the morning, and he's out there with my uncle, and they all kind of cruise through. It's fun. It's a family event. But he. He'll ask about the Saints, but the second team he asks about is the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Take that for what it's worth. <laughs>
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I want to thank today's special guest, David Carr. Uh, thank you so much, man. You got it, man. Appreciate you. Always a pleasure. And I want to invite the listener to join us later on this evening when we have a new Wednesday guest. Uh, normally, it's Michael Robinson, and Michael will be back next week. But this week, it's Pep Hamilton. Pep Hamilton. Go look up Pep Hamilton's uh, resume. It's rather extraordinary. This guy has been all over the NFL map in college as well. Uh, a quarterback's coach, an offensive coordinator. He's now joined our team, and what a welcome addition to our team he is. Pep has a very interesting theory about the future of the NFL. That success in the NFL is soon to require the de-emphasizing of the quarterback position. David is shaking his head. He doesn't That's want to hear right. that. But, but in truth, Pat right. Hamilton is right. David He's agrees. On He's on to something. He will explain later on tonight. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins.